Welcome to the podcast. I hate people stop trying to sell me shit. Like, I can't sell anybody else some shit. So, about um, mm-hmm. to, about mm-hmm. to tap this balloon one good time, <laughs> right quick. What? I'm gonna. <clears throat> he said he's about to tap that blunt one one good time real quick. Well, I'm oh, gonna continue well, tap the third one. Oh yeah, I'm I'm like the pet um, Rosetta Stone. Appreciate your face. Ain't no problem, boy. No probably more, primo. All right. Um, yes. Hey man, side note, bro. You you got a kid. You seen that movie Encanto? What the fuck happened at the end? At the end, at the the movie Encanto. uh, I I left off at the movie, and when she found the uncle, he had another vision of uh, of her. Then her and the grandma got to arguing, and then I ain't seen no more the movie. All of that shit kind of happened, but then uh, kind of find out it was like. Uh, and then they came back together. Bruno was now part of the family again. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like the house broke the fuck all apart and like disappeared. And the little girl had to like go on to everybody to like basically mend all of their little like disagreements. And then once mm-hmm. she did that, they was able to like they had a bigger and better crib and that pe- people was coming in there. They was like all doing little Okay, okay. But cool, we man. don't talk like about that. Bruno, no. We don't talk about Bruno. Whatever. My kids ain't saying that shit. I was like, who the fuck is Bruno? Man? <laughs> no, we don't talk about him. Some of the best. Like, Daddy, you gotta watch it. Best kid movies have come out in like the past television and movies coming out for kids. <clears throat> Like I probably watch more kids shows and movies than I just great fucking shows. And movies. I don't know if we mentioned before, but we were talk. I, I don't know if we mentioned before, but now we talking about cartoons and shit and animation. Have you seen that shit on Netflix? Love, Sex and Robots, or Love, Death and Robots, whatever it's called. Yes, I have, and I love it. Yes, I fuck with that shit, yo. I fuck with that shit, yo. I binged that shit the other day. I fuck with almost every one of them shits. They like short, you get into the shit, and boom. Like, oh, shit, I like uh, that shit. Not an anthology. It's like those. Um, me like Twilight, bunch of non connected shit. about the same overarching B shit. But they cool. Yeah, I, like, um, I like the thought yeah. of having a different artist. It's like that movie Heavy Metal from 1980. Yeah, 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 it's like that. It's like them old MTV oddities, mm-hmm. the MTV oddities show where they. Show like oh, different yeah. crazy shit. Eon Flux. Eon Flux. Oh, yeah. That that hour. Yeah. And you know, got that feel. That shit. Yo, them shits had me like, yo, what the fuck? I fuck with these shits hard, yo. They need to come out with some more of them shits. Tell you what else they need to come out with. Uh, what's up, guys? Welcome to the partner show with three friends that you connected by brotherhood having weekly conversations that you can join in on. <laughs> A little under the weather with Alan, but still here. As always, I'm one third of the partners. It's your boy Tears, and I'm a. It's your friendly neighborhood Padawan here, and I am along with. What's that, man? It's your final police face 
in the place. And we are back together again like me this week. How's everybody doing? I can't complain. Bit overwhelmed. Yeah. A bit overwhelmed. Well, what the hell does that mean? Uh, man, just starting a week. I got a lot of stuff. Um, I know I told y'all in a chat earlier, whatever, but I have a checklist of stuff that I need to do for work or whatever, so I can go through this mentorship to see if they can position me in a better place. So it's that and just everything else in between that I need to complete out this week or whatever. I still got to do a lot of editing done. Um, pretty much. But yeah. And then I got hit with some, seemed like I got hit with a little stomach virus or something this weekend or something. That's me to all the fuck up. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, the shit, huh? Yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. You fucking told yourself all on the East Coast, huh? Oh, doing all right. And then it's like, <laughs> it's like, wait, like two, three, like three. Three thirty or whatever. I was like, oh, "What the fuck?" And then it came back at six. Now I went to sleep, and I woke up at ten. And Emotional next thing yourself. you know, when I woke up at ten, good night, Emotional yourself. The world went crazy. <laughs> the slap, the slap heard around the world happened. I was like, oh, oh shit! Yeah. I take one nap, and all this, all this shit happened. Damn. Before we get into that, tell some good shit, and then uh, we're gonna get into, we're gonna get to the nitty gritty this evening. Uh, I think we all got a lot to say this evening. Uh, without further ado, let's not even waste no time and let's get straight off into this shit. Uh, we're going to start the show off. Narrowing down, going ahead and getting this one of the top MCs before 2000. We can just bracket on down the final two, going ahead and crowning that winner very shortly. But tonight we got the final four. Um, I got the pod squad votes in. They threw a monkey wrench in the game this week, too. So uh, that ought to be yeah. interesting. Um, and uh, the website that I was hosting. The bracket on also threw a little monkey wrench in my. You will notice some different things this week, but we gonna still keep it pushing. Go ahead and get this. Uh, can y'all see that your screen? It's loading. It's up there. Bet I it. see the change. Bet it. All right. So, as you can see, <coughs> we are down to the final two. We got Nas versus Busta Rhymes and Tupac versus Jay Z. Uh, we are about to go ahead, kick it right off. Does anybody want to take it first on any or how y'all yep. want Yep. Uh, go, we can go Tupac, Jay-Z. Okay. Now, lyrically, I'm going to say Jay-Z. Um, flat out is a better lyricist all around. Um, Tupac can paint a very vivid picture, but his skill set, once again, as I say, we always reference him, stopped at a certain point and then and, and could not mature. Um, at a certain point, Jay-Z's storytelling skills sucked, but as he grew into a better artist and into the phenomenon and mobile he is now, his story, his storytelling skills matched his lyrical ability, which made him the total piece of an artist to me. Um, I feel like when it comes to uh, artist's wordplay and lyrical ability, uh, lyrical ability. It's not only how you twist your words, but what you can do with them. And I feel that Jay-Z just outdoes Tupac in that realm. Um, marketability, um, even though Jay-Z is making all the money right now, um, Tupac name still rings bells. And you got Tupac's hologram still doing shows. So um, it Really tough when you get to marketability between the two. So I'm going to come back to marketability. Stage show, I'm going to say Jay Z. 
Um, that's it. Just gonna say Jay Z. <laughs> oh, um, but when it comes to back to marketability, uh, I'm gonna give marketability to Tupac because even though he's dead, he's still his spirit and and just his name is still making money. I don't know who's making money for. But it's still there. You still having Tupac conversations on different podcasts, different for for different reasons. You still have people come and tell Tupac stories decades after he's been gone. Um, Jay Z is still around, so we don't know if when he's gone, will his name still be synonymous with the culture as Tupac's name is? But I'm just gonna say marketability. Right now, I see Tupac being more marketable. Um, the realms he put himself in, the movies, um, the projects he put himself in, the the amount of albums he has had come out since he's died. Um, so unlike unlike Big, who only had a limited amount of albums, Tupac albums continue, even though they were still written while he was still alive. And his material may not have matured with the years. It was still ample material to pull out and have several different albums come out. So I want to say marketability Tupac. So Jay Z two one, but Tupac stuff. So it's always gonna be pop. So Jay Z in this one. Okay, you popping off early with an early start. Uh, Pat. Um, I can. I guess. Um, let's see. Let's see. Marketing, lyricism, stage presence. All right, I'll go with stage presence. I feel like, all right, I love Jay-Z's stage show right now, but I still feel like Tupac is just his personality anyway. It has a more domineering stage presence or whatever, just in general. Like, I, I feel like if if he was still alive or whatever, he just, he would command the crowd pretty much. Um, lyricism or, or whatever. Lyricism and marketing, this is where I feel like where time takes over the brackets pretty much because um, Tupac's not here to, for us to know how he would have progressed as an artist, but Jay-Z is. Uh, and I mean, it's an unfair advantage his life. So, you know what I'm saying? That's how it is. So I would still say, I would still say, Lyricism, Jay Z, and Tupac is nectomectomy. Um, for I feel like <laughs> that sounds like something to me. No, it does. It does. Uh, God dang, a dialect get in the way. <laughs> That's what that is. But um, lyricism, I feel like they're neck to neck, 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 neck. They're one one pretty much. Uh, me and my girlfriend and my girlfriend. <laughs> um, so going to go uh, marketing as the tiebreaker. And I feel like Jay-Z has that pretty much. I feel like to, to answer the question is Jay-Z is going to be around after he like if they're going to still speak about him when he passed. There's no way I can see him not. He's, he has too much of an imprint in the culture or whatever. Um, he may have had to live longer to put that imprint in there or whatever. And Tupac may not have to had, um, I would say, been in the game as long 
as Jay and already have his imprint. But yeah, I think I think life is that is that cheat code right here, pretty much. No disrespect um, at all, but uh, yeah, I think Jay Z got it. <laughs> um, before I say mine, I'll go ahead and say mine. I think this is the first time we had a where the pod squad actually voted it. So, um, since the pod squad gets two votes, um, I'm just gonna vote here. Um, at this point, it don't matter what I'm gonna say, but I'll just say outside of stage presence, I actually buy a pretty does a lot of what Pac does as far as making raps that are relatable jay-z just does it with better punchlines metaphors similes like he has more in his repertoire in a way to give it to you a matter of fact um it's mm-hmm. not a lot of flowery language outside of his poems got to get the jay-z by a mile and marketability is not even close on um, when i look at them at their heart that end like that hard knock life song mm-hmm. through blueprint that was probably like, like a pretty high level but i'd say his peak was probably there and then for Tupac, uh, being in a different era a little bit, um, maybe a month after Juice dropped. Yeah. So you but you got a good chunk of years to just both of them on their peak. But I would say that when he came out, he was a kind of, he was pretty big. Like Tupac, when he first came out, Digital Underground, like, I mean, mm-hmm. like, underground. I yeah, that? Digital Underground. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With uh, uh, Stock I kept G. I want to say Diggable Planets. I'm tripping. Um, I feel like over time, when I look at their different points of their career, uh, a higher peak had more money making out of his business. Like Tupac had the films and stuff, but Jay Z, who had a label, I mean, he was running Def Jam. Like he was able to find so many ways. It's hard for me to compare him to too many people. So Jay Z 2 1, 4 1 by the <clears throat> he moved. Here's a, here's a random question. Um, you know, T- Tupac was an activist, and technically, Jay Z is an activist. Whatever. Do you think Jay Z's version of activism is like the updated version of activism that Tupac was on? Because it's like they're they're fighting the same. It's like they got the same cause; they just go about it differently. I'll say this: much. I feel like. I love them both on effectiveness. Like, mm-hmm. say what you want, all that, that. What happened? What actions? And when you look at impact after activism, impact of their activism, a prison or rules being changed or companies getting their policies, mm-hmm. I would say Jay Z had a bigger impact with it. But I would say with uh, it's kind of like a. Dr. J and mm-hmm. Michael Jordan. Like Michael yeah. Jordan is a far better player, but without Dr. J, you because you don't get him jumping from free uh, above the rim type player like that. You don't get a lot of Michael Jordan, especially in the years without that. You don't. I don't think you get a activist J without, without Tupac making it cool for like for a certain street rapper. We really in mm-hmm. activist. Like I feel like it, rappers have all been in social issues in some form of pot kind of cool for like every street rapper that hard nigga off the yeah. corner that ain't thinking about shit else to be no man fuck this i gotta get my straight um and i think jay-z stems from that tree i i think as we get to like these these top uh rappers in general 
we start to see the blueprints of the generations after generations afterwards. You know what I'm saying? Like Jay Z is a blueprint, Pac is a blueprint, you know, Bus is a blueprint in some way or form. He's a blueprint. Nas, you might not like him, but he's a blueprint too. No, I don't like him, but I, objectively, like I don't like him, but I am like, recognize his greatness. And, and I'll mm-hmm. say this: it's funny that all four of these that they are all representative of that went from a certain style, like lyricism, to a more. It was like yeah. you could, they were the first babies of that first generation. And these guys come in and we're like, all right, everything y'all did since y'all late, we about to say fuck, just put about to put the walls up, drywall. We're gonna go ahead, those bitch. Hey, go ahead, bring that ceiling in. We got you on it. Don't worry about it. We got the next week. Like they 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 accelerated the growth because of for hip hop to kind of start crossing genres more. They kind of blueprint mm-hmm. for a certain level of intricacy of, in your lyrics. They set a bar for even um the they started the authenticity factor. It is what started the like whatever you are, whatever you rap about. Like mm-hmm. Buster Rhymes always had these really wild animated lyrics. He's never shown me any. Nas had all these introspective, like poetic raps about shit that you see in the hood. He's never seen anything but that a hood poet. Like uh Jay Z, he see he always seen the drug dealer her businessman that was like kind of always just kind of aware of what was going on around. You could tell, even though from a certain background, he had a finger on the pulse of a bigger energy in life. Mm-hmm. He's remained that to this day. Like, they all have been very authentic. Like, Tupac was always like, I'm a revolutionary, and I'm, I want to hang out with nothing but the people, the, the outcast of society that everybody says ain't the worst of the worst, the ones that started the revolution. He died on that. So, like, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, that he did. You know, I, I, I think that's a coincidence. Man. The top four happened to be the top kind of shifted hip hop to have it as now. Like I feel like even if we uh when we did the after two thousands, like who were like part of the shift from generation to now, what we know as hip hop now, that genre birth, that type of stuff. You know, so I, I, Melodic. I see that yeah, the more um yeah, yeah, you can see the jumps in both lists, so I, that's cool. Yeah. Well, let's get into this Nasta, though. I'll go first, because like you but I'm going to be objective. Um, I'm, I'm not going to just you know, shit on them, shit on them, shit on them stage. But I'll say, when it comes to stage presence, I don't know a person on the list that we close, at least not close, and I thought that would make it to this um, when you get to this level, it's, a, it's really nobody else like Buster. Buster is a, in a world he brings. Like, he is like a seer. He has his own gravity to this. So, uh, definitely will get stage press. Um, lyricism. This one is tough for me because I think it's really pretty. Like, I think they're both really elite lyricists. I think. The hell is that? Oh, uh, my bad. Uh, Buster is more focused on syllable count of how many rhyme pa- cadences give you. Whereas Nas is um, focused on concepts and like, metaphors, he, uh, I don't feel like either one of them do a whole lot of like. Um, it, it's a lot of just big metaphors. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, but I think they just serve um, off of preference. I like, but I'll be honest, Nas has done more with his lyrics. Like as far as skill level, I would say they're equal. Uh, that was funny, Buster. Uh, but Nas. 
has a wider palette with his lyrics, like bags of like thought. Like he's giving me more eyes on the lyricism. And then marketability. Buster, yo. Like it's weird, but on the criteria, like Buster, I don't know his all of his personal business things or something like that. I don't know. But I do know as far as like name recognition, they're being able to generate endorsements he's been a part of. He's equal with Nas on the movie. Past him, I feel hosting. Um, people want endorsed products. People wanted his name. I'm like, I feel like Buster's a huger name. Like, I feel like we recognize Buster Rap. So uh, I got to get the Buster. Oh, bro. Um, let's start with stage presence. Um, that's the easiest one. So I'm going to go ahead and give it to Buster for stage presence. Um, like you said, no one can match his energy. No one can move a crowd like Buster. I don't think it's no one in hip hop that has been in hip hop or in the, in the near future that will be in hip hop that can command a crowd like Buster. He is Mr. Stage Performance. He is Mr. Stage Presence. Um, so regardless of who you put against him in that category, he wins every time, hands down. Um, let's go on marketability. Um, outside of hip hop, how far has each man or how far can each man's name take them into and how many different realms? Um, both have been in movies, but Buster has been in more movies, um, way more movies. Um, Nas has been into my recollection what one movie was better. Right. Um, somebody correct me if I'm wrong. Somebody correct me if I'm wrong. But Buster, um, as we said last time, <clears throat> or many times before, Buster's been in High Learning. He was in that Halloween movie. I wasn't Halloween H2O. He was in that. Um, he was in something else, a couple other movies he was in. Um, so movies getting that bread. Um, TV shows, I don't know if either man being in a TV show. Nas more of a uh, stay to herself type dude when it comes to those type of things. I don't know if he's like been afforded those. Yeah, yeah. Um, definitely more cameos, definitely. Um, I don't know if Nas has been afforded the opportunity to have these type of avenues brought to him and he's declined them. I, I don't know that. Right. But as far as the people that have been in these avenues and have the ability to draw that revenue for, say, Buster and those avenues, um, outside of entertainment, uh, don't know what either man is doing. Um, I know they may stand for good issues, but I don't really see no either man on the forefront of any issue really doing something out in public. Um, you may see their name is mentioned in the hustle and bustle with everyone else's next eventually, but as far as standing on the forefront with their names, meaning something on an issue, neither one. Um, so it all comes down to the money. Um, both men are long, have really, really long standing careers, um, continues good music, continues album after album after album. But um, I'm just gonna say marketability as far as the true criteria, I'm gonna have to say busted. Um, lyrics, hands down, nuts. Um, just gonna be not hands down. Um, it's not only about once again what you say, but what you can do with it. Um, Buster's fantastic with his words, like um, fantastic high energy. Um, but sometimes he doesn't hit the point. He doesn't hit that mark. Um, I feel like 
Nas, regardless of if I like his music or not, I feel like once he has a concept, he hits it more consistently than Buster. I feel like whatever point he's trying to portray in a song, he he hits it at least eight times out of ten. Well, Buster hits it at least five times out of ten. Um, but once again, don't get me wrong, Buster's music is entertaining. Both both men bring very entertaining music to the platform to the um, to the table. But at the end of the day, Nas gives me the better lyrical content as far as something just to on, on my what I was thinking about mentally. I mean, just what I look for. So I'm gonna give the Nas on lyrical, but at the end of the day, bust to one when it comes to marketability and stage presence. Okay. Oh yeah, I picked Nas. Um, fuck all that shit. I picked Nas. Hello, you said Buster, <laughs> you said Buster Face. Yeah. Okay, I'm just making sure. All right. Okay. I, I picked I picked Buster for stage presence or whatever. But everything else okay. was Nas. So yeah, and I I knew I was gonna be beat out, but man, I was gonna say fuck it. I'm gonna pick Nas. So yeah, that's my explanation, and um, they're both my one of both my favorite MC list. They're up there, so but I pick Nas. So yeah, all right, next one. But the Pod Squad has and um, face the Pod Squad actually had your pass. Of course, voted for Nas. It was a sixty some percent to thirty percent, thirty some percent. So it is what it is. It was a pretty overwhelming. So uh, Nas actually moves on. So when they have the ultimate battle. The 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 debate that has been lingering since the nineties. You grew up in the uh if you grew up in the these uh born in the eighties, you probably had this argument with somebody at some point in your life, especially back in the nineties, when this kind of kicked off as a beef. Yeah, man. Uh Nas versus Jay-Z next week. Nas versus Jay-Z. And next week we are about to crown the winner of the top MC for two thousand. Help us crown it, uh, Pod Squad. Remember, your votes count two votes, and uh, y'all can really shift the tide next week. So, check us out on Twitter. The poll will be up on our Twitter page at the Ponders on Twitter. At the Ponders on Twitter, please make sure you got the Twitter. Make sure you vote, 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 vote. Don't let us say some wild shit, and then y'all be mad because we didn't vote for your person. So, vote, 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 vote. And uh, yeah, man, that's the topic. What the fuck are you laughing at? Like, the poll was gonna be up on the side. <laughs> Oh, right. We ain't right at all. All right. All right. So uh, we, now that we got the business out there, I feel like we got. The I'm glad you stayed right there. Cause I'm gonna tell you somebody else that ain't. Um, Will Smith just smacked the shit out of Chris Rock. Uh, like, now I, I I'm gonna I'm gonna let y'all go because I'm I'm sure y'all have uh thoughts opinions on this. <laughs> But I wanted to kind of lay some shut out and kind of throw my thoughts out there and see what y'all. Yeah. Um. So my brain went to two different places when I saw her around the world, as they call it. The first place my mind went to is like the PC. So I looked at it like uh, this is pretty much just a result. This is a drop in the buddy on edge and this low. Um, mm-hmm. Media coverage of his relationship and relentless and at times overboard and shit. Um. He's had his masculinity question, which can definitely put a man in, like, he's run out of options that he had. Um, 
I also looked at it from the angle of like, you know, men are deaf to more incidents of violence. Uh, I'll get to that a little later after I look, but yeah, I definitely think it's some some shit to the And then I was like, you know what, men should not apologize or thank you. So those were like my PC thoughts. And my real nigga moments came. And, and I started to like look at this. Like, I was like, all right, fuck rational person. This is how tears think. Alopecia is not a goddamn terminal illness. You tell me Jada got cancer, some shit like that, HIV with a medicine to make her hair come out, something like that, I'm with you. Rally ho, let's ride for Jada. But alopecia ain't no goddamn terminal illness. She just bald. She literally is just bald. That, that's, that's really all that it is. It, it ain't no more to that. She just bald. So why are we sitting here tripping like this is a big deal? She just bought. Then I thought, oh, go ahead. What you about to say, Pat? I don't want to. I was going to say it, it because people, the common man is not going to know what alopecia is. I didn't know. To be God honest with you. And then every time you ever seen something in media where the, the disease or virus or the condition that they have makes the person bald, you instantly think cancer. And look at me before, and then, before, before this joke, did you think Jada had anything wrong with her or did nope. you think she had just cut her hair? I think she just went crazy and cut her hair because she's been going crazy. Thank <laughs> I knew she had, I knew she had alopecia. So, and I, I know alopecia is just a hair condition. <laughs> I'm going to say this. <laughs> Men with premature baldness have been joked on for years and now one person. Mm-hmm. If at this point comedians can't even do the job they contracted for, that we know that they're gonna do every year. This is not like just the first year comedians have hosted Oscar and roasted to the crowd. Like this is almost a staple at all awards events in the industry. Like the host roast the audience. That's kind of part of it. It's a room full of celebrities. What the fuck else are comedians gonna do? So if they can't even do their job no more, they can't even joke on bald head people no more. They goddamn it. Humor and comedy is fully dead. Um now, after I thought that, my brain immediately went to, nigga, should have had that fucking energy for August Alcina. He ain't have none of that smack a motherfucker energy when it was uh, entanglement time. His hands won't entangle it. Nobody drawn in. And I bet that nigga wouldn't have done that shit to the rock neither. He really picked and chose his target. Like, he made sure it was somebody that uh, he thought he'd get that shit off on. I, ain't see, I don't see him doing that shit to no, no, nobody with no muscle. He ain't smacking Vin Diesel up. He ain't rolling up on Terry Crews, knocking the shit out of him. Somebody Fuck should, out of here with that shit. Um, Some, somebody and, should. And no, he won't protect no goddamn black woman. The nigga was being sensitive and his ego was hurt. Like, let's be clear. A nigga saying a G.I. Jane joke. Not, fuck your wife's alopecia. Not, fuck you and your wife. Not, your wife is horrible. Not, your wife is a cheater and she's a, a, a harlot. Not your wife is dragging your name. He ain't say nothing about nothing, but your wife got obviously short hair, a very short haircut. G.I.J. too. That's a good joke. That 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 checks out. If you don't get your sensitive asshole, Will Smith. Um, now I will say, like, yeah, he might have been on the edge, but man, fuck that. Get your sensitive shit out of here. Uh but yeah, what did y'all think about uh that's yeah. amazingly laid right hand smack. I'll let you go first, Ben. 
Um, you might want to go first. I have a lot of thoughts. Okay. <laughs> so I feel I, I, when I saw it, I clapped because I felt like Will gave an Oscar-winning performance at the Oscars and then won an Oscar for a totally different performance because that shit won't real. That shit was fake as a bitch. So you have the camp that they feel like if you ever yes, I've slapped motherfuckers before and I've been slapped. Nothing like that was in the realm of being slapped or slapping a motherfucker. The shit looks staged. I say it's two actors doing their job acting. You on the most, excuse me, for saying that the most white one of the most whitest stages on national TV. Do you really think? the people that run that shit and allowed it to go national on TV would have let that. No, because any other time some shit would have happened on that show, they could stop it, make it whatever little excuse you want to. No, it went out filmed on purpose. That was staged. Will oh, Smith, you saw the whole thing. Yeah, understandable. Oh, shit, there you go. That nigga understood too hard, did it? Yeah, he just went out. That nigga said, I understand. Fuck that shit. I understand. Bow. There you go. I don't think nothing like that. If something had that on the Oscars, we've never seen. And I'm sure people have had disagreements or whatever on stage behind stage in the crowd, but you've never seen it. But this time, you do, right before he's right before he gets an Oscar. I think it's stage. Them niggas know each other. Them niggas seen each other backstage. You feel me? Like for what they stand for and what they try to do for the culture and what they speak of. I don't see them niggas or see them two black men. We're going to reference them tonight. We're going to see these two black men doing that on that stage and being serious. No, he's a comedian. We seen the last time he was performing and hosted the Oscars. He did the same shtick. He was joking on Will and Jada. Okay, y'all back in the news. Y'all was back popping last year. Of course, he's going to do the same thing and joke on Will and Jada. Of course. He's seen the motherfuckers. They seen him before the show. Of course. He's the host of the fucking show. What what's the end game of this? Like what um like with Juicy Smolet, he staged, you know, his little event. I, I can see the end game. You on the show, you're not sure about the show, it you was, trying to pop off. It was it was on an award show. It's pure entertainment. That's what it is. And but look what how do they get out of this entertainment. entertainment? You got two of the biggest stars in entered ratings. Look at their name. Their, their names are being mentioned. Right before now, Will and Jada had faded out. We had p- people putting petitions in, so they couldn't come out and put, talk about their relationship. What is Chris Rock doing before? Is that you feel me like hey, they, y'all don't their names think that the Academy Awards being a, a, sh- a popular show with like pop culture? That Will winning an Oscar, his first one, if I'm not mistaken, like that wouldn't have been huge news anyway. No, I feel like it's been drummed out by the same same normal Oscar news that's every year that people there's not enough black people winning. Sure, we have one or two, but what about more? It's been the same shit, so they changed their narrative. But okay, we're gonna do this, bring this news to here, or they could have flipped, or they're trying to flip the narrative either way because they could be like, okay, we let more black people on now. Look what happened when we did. Look at this. If they so why would the Will and Chris Rock go that staging if that was the plot? I don't have their mentality, so I don't know. But my thing is, this shit won't real. I'm I'm sorry, I can't, I I won't and can't give into that shit being real. This shit didn't look real. The reaction that Chris gave won't want a realistic reaction to being slapped on national TV by another man. No, how Will walked off and smirked about it, like it won't, it won't 
nah, it just won't serious enough to be okay. You joke, I'm a white, I'm gonna come up a defender, but a slap. No, no. I I've seen Will Smith know. when he slapped the motherfucker when that nigga tried to kiss Will Smith. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He, he got a history of throwing slaps, yeah. so to me, this shit checks yeah. out like in his, thing, in his okay, behavior. He's, he's pretty nifty hustle. He get annoyed, he smack a nigga. Look at that slap. But my thing is, look at that slap compared to the crazy slap. Total difference. You can yeah, see the difference the in him, the difference in the mannerisms. Not the spacing. I'm talking about the mannerisms. See how he walked off from both slaps. One, he walked off. He was still angry as shit. I just slapped the motherfucker. You tried to kiss me. The other one, I walked. I slapped the motherfucker and I walked off and I smirked. And then I caught myself and they got back in my seat. Fake as shit. Well, uh, I put it, I put it like this. Just as real as that shit looked, the mm-hmm. fights in Creed, the movie Creed looked real too, didn't it? It looked really like Michael B. Jordan was hitting niggas in that movie Creed, right? Mm. Actors acting. I don't know. Well, yeah. let's put it in the realm that maybe it wasn't. Maybe if it was real. Okay. And this people just need to leave Will alone. I'm I'm on team Will leave Will alone, pretty much. Yeah, it, so let's there. so let's let's put in the to in the play that let's say it was real. Or whatever. Um, it's all it all goes back to Jada, man. It all goes back to Jada. You got like four or five years of people just demasculating you as a man. Yeah. Period. In that four or five years, there's it was actually a man trying to go up to you, kiss you, or whatever, or whatever. You had to slap him right then and there. That should have been that should have been first first warning. You know what I'm saying? Um. It's gonna be a lot of people with their takes. That's gonna happen. The 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 five second. Uh, this is my expert opinion. It's gonna be somebody that say this is toxic masculinity. I think I just saw it on the View. Um, it's gonna be some hotel nigga somewhere saying, "See, this is what they do. They hit black men on this national stage so we can all look like we're monkeys in front of them on their stage and stuff." Um, it's going to be a few. I'm, I'm surprised Omar didn't do that, but I think he said <laughs> he's team Will because Philly or whatnot. Oh. So, and and then he, and then you're going to run on the train of protect black women, protect black women. Yeah, I don't want to hear that shit about being man. First, first so you tell us, so Jada, you telling any nigga at a comedy show, his wife get joked on, he get he supposed to get up, nigga, smack a nigga, hit a nigga, because he, because man, fuck out of here, take a joke. This is the other thing. You're going to also get the extra alpha male ass niggas that were, man, that couldn't be me because if I was Chris Rock, man, it couldn't be me if I was Will. Either, either way, you still would have got smacked. Or security would have got you. Nigga ain't know that shit was going to happen. He saw his homeboy rolling up on him. He ain't know that nigga was about to get smacked. He didn't realize that shit exactly. got real until that shit was too late. Exactly. Exactly. He was joking the whole time. Oh, Richard. <laughs> no, that wasn't Richard. He should have been that like, was- that nigga smacked me in August. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what he should have said. And they would have got the, he would have got the crowd back. And it's but I don't know. Chris <laughs> Chris after he got um slapped <laughs> to August or whatever, he didn't he wasn't he wasn't on his A game but so much or whatever. He still was professional. Nigga, you try to about, save your you know, face and you just got the shit slapped out of your national team. Yeah. How 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 much of an A game do you have left? And you didn't and, do nothing. So so now you got like a million thoughts running through your head. Like, 
First of all, I just got smacked. Second of all, I ain't do. how this about to look? What they gonna say? How many people have blown up my phone already before I even get off this thing? Oh shit, I still gotta fill this time. The teleprompter's still going. Damn, what's the next award? Oh, like, I, yeah. That nigga. Will, <laughs> Will, Will has gotten Ooh. to this point. He's persevered this far ahead, and he's actually, um, over the years, he has gone from, okay, the rap. The rap dude that got his own sitcom to an actual serious actor to the likings of Denzel Washington. He's he's gotten to that point. In the midst of this point, his family yeah, like Kanye at, West fucking up award shows. At this point, and decide just like Kanye. Well, no, Kanye, he fucks his own shit up too. At this point, you're doing all this. You're looking like the perfect guy right now can't do no wrong with will smith pretty much but your family is running wild okay Jaden's mm-hmm. out here he don't know if you're a boy or girl today oh, <laughs> he don't know he don't know and you're like you know what i'm gonna i'm gonna just let him be free whatever because Jaden is a perfect example of seeing a black person free for the first time like like have the full privilege and attributes of like high class American society, but you're black. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that. Jaden's doing all kinds of crazy shit. You gotta explain your son. Willow is agreeing with everything your crazy wife says. I apologize. Don't slap me, Will. But come on, man. Like, you got this going on. Jada, I don't know what's up with her, but she has to open her mouth about stuff so she could feel real to her little fan base or whatever. Not to say she has a little fan base, excuse me, to say her red table fan base. She's putting that out there in the midst of trying to be real. Then you got this loose cannon by August Alcina coming out in his feelings saying, hey, I need to figure out some way to put myself out there again. I've been fucking Will's wife. Let me use this so I can get my name out there again and to get my music out there again. You deal with all of that shit. And at your moment, the one moment for you, you probably already knew you won the Oscar. You know what I'm saying? At this moment, here comes somebody coming around, just bringing some type of just it will now mind you at first he was laughing and i think it was one of those laughs like <laughs> nigga i already got enough turmoil in my home you're starting more turmoil second of all this is your second time doing this talking about my wife and then we'll tell you what happened y'all the nigga was over there and was already getting pissed the shit was said and then next thing you know camera cut away from him jada said something to him like you Mm-hmm. I can guarantee you she put a battery in that nigga back to go up there and do some dumb shit. And let me let me not let me stop right there because I know it's gonna be a lot of in, in Jada's offense. So like I told you, it's gonna be everyone saying their thesis and think pieces about this situation or whatever. Cause when I woke up, doing I it right woke now. up to the slap piece. Yeah, definitely doing it right now. But mine's an anti think piece or whatever. On Jada's behalf, everyone's gonna say, um, that's what a man's supposed to do, defend his wife, which is true. Defend your wife. There's ways of doing it or whatever. Some women, some women, they like that shit. 
they get off on it. They get off on the rough stuff. They get off on, okay, he's talking junk. There's some women that, you know, you may go out and they might actually get into some shit just to see you in the element. I've been put to the test a couple of times myself, <laughs> whatever. It happens. She she gives me that vibe. She didn't at first. She does now. <laughs> for, for, for man, that nigga should have took out. Like you fucking with, you can get access to a green man real quick, and you can holler at that Chris Rock. So, hey man, let me holler at you real quick. I don't like what you said with my wife. And y'all go in the room and you do whatever you want to do, and then y'all come and you keep it moving, and then you ain't got the paparazzi in your business, which is now going to give them more fodder to fuck with you more, which was I thought. And it seems to be the shit that's causing your fucking meltdown in the first. Yes, that slap wasn't that slap. Chris Rock felt the slap. He was the sacrificial lamb, the martyr for 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 that slap. That slap is really was me snapping on Jada. That was every red table talk. That that was that was released in one hit. He he was actually snapping on Jada. He can't say it, but he in his head, yo, I am tired of her shit. I done went through all your shit and you still you still testing my gangster. Oh, you, you gonna keep like, my time? No, it's this real is my deep. time. If you read his book like I am right now, a lot of this behavior makes a lot. Like yeah. in that moment, I really feel like he felt like he was just enough. That's my mother. I'm a defender this time. I'm gonna do something this time. Mm-hmm. Not realizing that in this situation, nobody's done anything to your fucking wife. It was a fucking joke, nigga. Take a guy. Like, I'm all about like somebody got a real physical disability, of uh, a terminal illness, um, like some type of mental illness. I'm with you. Don't joke on that. But joking on the person is almost like inhumane if you're a comedian and you're a contract to do that job, which a host and basically roast people. Like, so I'm going to skip across every, I'm going to talk about everybody else in the room, but I'm going to leave y'all alone. Now that make you look weirder as fuck. I ain't mm-hmm. talking about them. They must have had some, they must have told him not to say nothing. Or they must have been some type of NDA where they couldn't, couldn't say, you know, like it's going to be more shit. Like, nigga, fuck out of here. Take a joke. Nigga ain't say nothing that crazy. He didn't disrespect your wife, so I don't want to hear that protect black women. Like, get the fuck out of here, yo. If that had been a, if that had been a woman clowning the, the bald head husband of some actress, nobody gives a fuck. Mm-mm. But you trying to tell me because it was a black woman that had a bald head, we supposed to be like, stop the world for that shit? Make the fuck out of here. Miss me with that shit. And I'm all I'm about not- protecting black women, but this ain't no, this ain't one of them cases. Not this. This I'm not going to. I'm not going to get on well. I'm not. I'm not going to get on well. I wouldn't either. I'm not. No, I'm not going to. I'm not going to get on well about it. Pause about it. I feel like if anything, when it comes to will, we just need to pray that he gets the help and that he definitely the help. Definitely the help. But I am going to get on everybody else. Um, I'm definitely going to get on the media and all the two cent bloggers that's out there that got to say something every five freaking seconds. I know that probably technically includes us, but yep, it it's. I mean, I I personally like the moment. I like that he slapped him. Chris Rock didn't, but I did. You know why? Because it made me laugh. 
And it made me look at him like, all right, Will Smith is a human. That's a human person. Because everybody can sit on a high horse because that's all I've been seeing all day. That I've seen the red pill alpha males saying two sides or whatever. It's to some that's defense. Yeah, if it was me, I would slap the heck out of my if it was <laughs> I'm coughing my ass off. Um, if it was if it was me or whatever, I would have said something to Jingle or something. All the red people, this is a perfect example of misdirected mis- masculinity or whatever. And you know, there's gonna pe- be people on Jada's side. This is a perfect example of toxic masculinity and this, that, and the third. Shut the fuck up, everybody. Shut no, this the is just fuck. a ass nigga that was up in that moment and was like. I can't take this shit no more. I ain't gonna be no bitch. Shut the, shut the fuck up, man. He's been having to have to to stand on his tippy toes and walk on his tippy toes and be Mr. Clean Cut all his motherfucking life. Let Will Smith have one nigga moment. Kanye has a nigga moment every week. And y'all give excuses to his shit all the fucking time. Yes, they Let deserve Will Smith to die. Have his nigga I hope they burn today. You wanted your Samuel L. Bay. All right, damn boy. God damn. Let, let Will Smith have his nigga moment, man. That nigga has survived disses from Eminem. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He's disses from the hip hop culture saying he's too soft or whatever. Comparisons by Tupac or whatever. And to be God honest, be to be God honest, he is the between him and Jay Z, he's the only other Negro out here or whatever that can be compared to a Tupac or whatever. And this, and the same people that's comparing him to those Tupacs, if you put him to, towards Tupac, Tupac is going to be like, Who the fuck are you? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I say, Let Will Smith have his nigga moment, okay? He has a sensitive moment, whatever, whatnot. What like if if it was all right, yeah, it's in, in front of the public and stuff like that, whatnot. If if it was any other, it was in the streets or whatnot, we would have been in the barbershop saying, Yeah, you should have punched that nigga. Everyone's in the wrong. Everyone's in the wrong. Everyone that's saying that somebody's wrong in the situation is it wrong or whatever. The Oscars is in the wrong for putting Chris Rock up there, and they know they're gonna give they're gonna give um, Will Smith the uh, Oscar. Technically, I'm not saying for real. No, I'm not not saying that. Hey, Everyone's in the wrong. We, I, I can't, I can't. I respect what you're saying, but I can't roll with giving another black man pass on doing some dumb shit on, on fucking national television just because he had a sensitive moment. I ain't about to keep giving niggas a pass. I don't give a damn how funny it was. Like, yeah, did I laugh at the memes? Absolutely. Do I condone what he did though? Hell, I think that shit was stupid. Like, I don't think I don't condone it either. either if you want to fight the nigga that bad, do that shit in a way that don't make you look stupid at the end of the day, or embarrass you at the end of the day, or take away from your real moment. Like, to me, there's other ways to handle it, especially like if we're talking about some twenty year old men. That's different. When I was young, I thought differently. So I can understand the mentality of like a young person like popping off. I get that mentality. I get why the Source Awards used to be a problem. You got a bunch of young 18 to 22 year old men 
full of testosterone, alcohol, and reefer pissed at each other. So I, I get that. But we talking about what is Will? 50 something year old man? Will pushing 60. <clears throat> you mean to tell me in all of these years, you ain't been to nothing or been through nothing that taught you more? Like, take you when you're 21 in that same situation. I could see you going up and smacking a nigga. But you now at 38, I don't see you, I don't see that being your very first impulse. And if that is your impulse, I don't see you acting on that in that way in that particular moment with all of the other surrounding circumstances. I'll be honest, I don't see any one of us doing that. Nah, I definitely wouldn't do that. If that was the case, one of us would have already had an assault charge in the past 10 years for some road rage accident, some shit at the gas station, some grocery store, somebody who done did something dumb at a job. Like, Somebody would have got smacked already. We come from that TTG type of mentality. Well, I'm just gonna smack the shit out of your name. I ain't even about to, we ain't about to do all this. Mm. But the fact that we having that shows, like, as you get older as a man, like, at some point, you gotta have some maturity about your shit. Because now, like, think about how this looks. One of the last bashers of black manhood that wasn't yet tainted by, like, all right, you gotta do some old ignorant shit to be cool. Now he, now he the face of smacking a nigga. So if I'm that young nigga that was holding out, man, you got people like Will Smith still, man. He ain't hitting nobody. You know, Kendrick Lamar ain't out here fighting nobody. Man, now you get somebody like that that's now, oh, no, this nigga, that shit, I guess I got to do, do got to go to school, knock this fuck out. He talking that bullshit. Beat his ass in therapy. And I'm going to do it for the ground because Will Smith did it for the Oscars. He did it on the biggest ground. Like, I mean, it's, it's it, it. don't get me wrong. The real nigga shit to me, like, I, I get it. Mm. But not for the age. Like, you're not giving me... No, I'm not about to sit there and roll with, like, be like, yeah, that shit cool. That a 50-something-year-old grown-ass man. And again, you tell me that Chris Rock makes a direct joke about the alopecia, like, oh, fuck that disease, or you, you messed up for having that disease, or, you know, something like that. Cool. I, I get you. I can, I can kind of understand you. That G.I. James, you, man, I, I'd have ran back the joke a good 20 times now before we uh came, man, nah. You should be able to hold your shit a little better than that. Catch that nigga slipping. Like, y'all gonna be at the same damn after party where it ain't no cameras, ain't no paparazzi. It's just you and a bunch of other celebrities. The most only way that shit getting out of it was another celebrity taping that shit. Well, you, by, you, you, um, dog shit out of the nigga. Y'all, 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 you fucking Will Smith. You can catch that nigga coming in the green room at the end of the show. The damn cap credits rolling, and all of all of a sudden, you just hear over the mic, ooh, 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 ah, ah, ooh, ooh, ah, ooh, ah, ah, and the show go off. Don't nobody know what happened. You just fell out the stairs, goddamn. Like, man, come on, <laughs> come on, man. Like, Greatest moment in this um, society. We getting sick, yo. We are getting so desensitized to dumb shit, that, like we are getting. Like, <laughs> think about this. <laughs> People are happy that a 50 something old man just smacked the nigga over a G.I. Jane joke. <laughs> practice. We talk about practice. Not a game. Not a game. Practice. Greatest performance I've seen on the office. Oh, no. Well, they say they pieced it up by now because they, 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 you know, Puffy was being the peacemaker or whatever. He knows about, you know, he has a past experience of, you know, smacking, slapping, me. being slapped, <laughs> smacking, uh, fighting, 
and piecing it up later with liquor. So yeah. I don't see so I'm I'm pretty sure they already oh no will Chris Rock man you gotta go catch your fade bro for me no harm at this point as a man I don't, I ain't talking about for the public so that everybody know that you caught the fade but it's as a man you gotta y'all gotta meet up at one of y'all mansions go out in the backyard and just scrap that shit out real quick like you mm-hmm. you got it you you can't let that shit slide though I ain't I ain't about to say that that's right either like yeah you know be the bigger man. Like on TV, I think he did the right thing. Like, cause that shit, he that mm-hmm. shit would have been a broom ha That shit would have been way worse. Two fifty something yeah. old men rolling around on the ground at the damn Oscars, looking a hot ass mess. <laughs> ain't but ain't but seven niggas in the audience as it is. Then two of them beat the shit out of each other. So I'm glad yeah. that it didn't go that route too. But a fade is warranted as men. A private fade, not for the public, not for an audience. Don't cite yeah. stuff to paparazzi and get y'all name out there more crazy shit. Just beat the shit out of each other in, in private. And then get some Hollywood makeup artists to come make y'all look normal for a minute to that shit here. But a fade is in order. Because you ain't gonna smack, you ain't, smack me, spit on me. Them two things can't happen. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I'd rather you go ahead and knock the shit. Just go ahead and knock me out, dude. <laughs> yeah, I will wake up and don't have At to least worry then about it. I could be like, hey, man, that nigga dropped me with a sucker punch. I ain't have a chance to defend myself, but a smack, a smack and you eat it. I I I think you did the right thing as a grown up on national TV with a teleprompter still rolling in the credit and then waiting on you now to say that. I don't know what else you could have done other than have a broom ha. So I'm glad you didn't do the broom ha on TV. But today, as I'm as we record this, an epic battle should be happening in, in one of y'all niggas' backyard. <laughs> Like proportion. I don't care if y'all take that shit into the to one of y'all gyms. I know y'all got them home gyms. I know how y'all crib set up. I know y'all got a it's a space at the crib in, in a villa somewhere or something where y'all can beat the shit out of each other because that needs to happen. That that's yeah. Don't give a damn who it is in this earth. I love you, Jesus. But you smack me and we gonna catch the fade. I hope you know hard. Like, I, I, I don't know that I have the temperament. I was just talking to my boy today riding home. He was reading about the civil rights movement. And he was like, and they were spitting on the girl Ruby Bridges and, and throwing stuff at her daddy. And she was so tough. I was like, you're right, son. She's a lot tougher than you. He was like, why, daddy? I was like, well, son, daddy would have probably got lynched back in the days. You mean Hank, daddy? Yes, son. Yeah. Daddy, would, daddy does not have the... Fortitude to just sit there and let some daddy would have stole, daddy would have knocked one of them out, son. And daddy would have got shot. Yeah, daddy would not have made it any time before the time he was born, son. Daddy didn't have that type of toughness. That's why people like Martin Luther King and Rupert Bridges was here, son, to do the things that daddy could because daddy would have been dead, baby. Like, I literally had that conversation. Like, I don't have that fortitude. Like I'm, I'm, I'm talking about what should happen. Now, as a 38 year old man, first of all, I ain't going up and smack. So that that's I ain't in this situation. But once you're smacked, you're licensed to do whatever. Like you can't smack somebody and tell no matter how to react. Like once you smacked, whatever happens after that, you are completely warranted in your response because you shouldn't have gotten smacked. You didn't ask for that. That was not part of your day. Your rights have been infringed upon. Go to work. Chris Rock. 
Chris Rock did kind of have that 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 smirk, like, man, if this wasn't national television or whatever. Man. But um, Chris, Chris Rock's teeth are the size of si- soundproof paneling. <laughs> bit the fuck out of Will. Oh, you want to throw your head? Ah! And he should have locked jawed on them fingers and not let go. He should have made them play the it's a rap music and go to and go to the technical difficulty sign. Like he should have bit the talking. fuck out of that nigga. Ray B's the hell out of him. Right there. Oh, so you, you, smack. I got I, I saw it coming. Me tell you so got big ass and big teeth, and you could react at night. It was coming right here. It was coming right here. Ha, ha, ha. Look at that. It's a quick I can actually see him doing that. Why not? Mm-hmm. If you miss, so you know, now it's a joke. And I don't care who you are. If you go to smack somebody and them niggas, you just feel teeth go across the palm of your hand. Yo, you're going to laugh. Like, you're going to be so shocked. And, Did this nigga nibble me? What just happened here? They tried to bite me. Like, situation diffused immediately. You, you either have just defended yourself in the most epic way possible, or you have completely diffused the situation with comedy. Either way, black people get win, that. And, and men over the age of 35 don't look stupid as hell on TV. Now, get that hand skin out your teeth, because I know you scraped some of that hand skin on your teeth. Like, all this situation gave that. us was one, old, was one old man that looked stupid and one old man that looked like a sister. That's all this gave us. The world, the nobody gained out of this. This is a lose, 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 the fucking lose. <laughs> we all took a L last night as that smack landed. That was a collective smack to the world. Show you fuckers. Everybody losing tonight. I'm take Will Smith with Kamikaze on <laughs> every every group he's a part of. All his intersectionalities just took a collective L. Ben. Men over 35, psh, black men, psh, older men, psh, business men, psh, professionals, psh, <laughs> whack rappers. Our society going to hell, y'all. I, I don't think you fellas are real. We, we going to shit. Oh, no. <laughs> See, this is the thing, though. You know how yeah, I feel about humans. You know how I feel about humans. Yes, uh, you think I'm, it's I'm really worse. Be, hey, yo, yo, you and Sophia. You think it's it. really worse, or do you think it's been the same? Right. I personally think it's the same. We just have more actual recorded examples of how humans are stupid. Humans been stupid <laughs> for the past billions of years. See, when I say we going to shit, it ain't the stupidity that's. A, we have an equal amount of stupid, but mm-hmm. stupidity used to be the minority, and what we laughed at. Not laughed with. That wasn't the fun stuff. That was the life. Man, if you don't get your dumb ass out of here, like, what the fuck are you doing? Hey, baby, you're making us look bad. <laughs> Nowadays, the world has collectively said, fuck you, nigga, I got kids to feed, and has lost their fucking mind, and, and is tripping. And, and, and the worst part is, as they trip, we are desensitized to it and are like, okay with it. Like, we are either part of the camp that enjoys it or part of the camp that has kind of just resolved to the fact of it's just where we at then. I'm in the camp where I have lost all hope since I was 12. So this shit is no surprise to me. Yeah. Sophia, Sophia got a got a point, man. Maybe it might be time. Go ahead and have your baby, Human, Sophia. It might be time. Humans, humans go on human. 
They've been humaning since the dawn of existence. They've been what? Humaning? Humans are going to human. Humaning. They've been human-ing. doing a human thing. They're humaning. The dawn of existence. Well, humaning. Since we already humaning, let's get into more with the human. It's that time, Pat. It is that time. We done started off with some fuckery. We might as well just go ahead. Human as I eat my last chip. <laughs> There's some human in it. Being a human and holding up the actual intro to the good and fuckery. What is this? Episode 71. Episode 71. Good and fuckery! What the hell been happening? Well, um, since you brought it up, Sophia might be right. Um, and then Elon Musk says people might be able to download their personalities onto Azul. a humanoid robot Tesla is making, Azul. which he says could be in moderate volume production next year. I've seen this. I've Who seen this. Eli Musk. Is that Elon, Elon Musk? Oh, I they might have fucked up with. Um, I might have observed. Uh, yeah. It might have played up with the, the frequency or something on the, the Wi-Fi, but Elon Musk, he said we can download our personalities into robots. I, I've seen this before. It was uh, the second Avengers, um, Age of Ultron, and um, Ultron is what happened. I so, yeah. I, I was about to be like, you know what? That might be cool to try out as like have a partner that like like your human gets shit that you get it's like that might be cool but then i thought about it like i think it's gonna get angry like me too and even if they don't program them to fight i think it'll get mad at me and decide to steal off on my ass man that's a big ass metal hand coming at me i don't know that i want i don't know that i want to angry me and i had to fight me well elon said that they're um they're docile robots like you can run away from them real quick they can't robot yeah, that's what they said. I'm just saying what Elon said, what he thinks of them. They had three laws and I robot. Them shit violated them shits. Yep. Mm-hmm. Anybody think yep. Elon might be a robot? I kind of think Elon might be uh, what we call a phalanx, which is an alien robot species that is all AI-driven. Like the board from Star Trek uh-huh. or whatever. Living living hive mind of a computer and he's just the agent that's down here. I think he's an android. Yeah, same human. thing. Now, who runs him? That's the question. Who's like, who's operating? Who's behind him? That's the question. But I think he's an android. The, the alien AI race that um, that wants to assimilate all living things into its computer system. That's, that's who runs it. At the very least, he George Bush where, where people skin from mid and black. At the very least, Bush, George Bush controlling Elon Musk. See, does Elon see, eat a lot of thing. sugar for no reason? I don't know. Well, his all his kids are like math equations for names, like X X two three something. So, oh, hey, good. he just yeah. started naming his kids like robot. See, and Miss mm-hmm. Sophia got a thing. That's Sophia, baby yeah. daddy. Mm-hmm. So uh, I kind of scared of that now. If Elon is actually a human or whatever, see, these are the things about conspiracy theories that that always make me think that, nah, this 
this is not believable. They're made by humans and they rely on humans actually to be smart and crafty enough to have some type of organized system. That's real. Where this makes sense. And throughout, um, throughout my years of learning history, anthropology, uh, the same thing seems to pop up. Uh, humans are not that organized. We have too many egos to actually bond together to have a systematic system where a conspiracy theory would make sense here. Yeah, so I feel like that's somebody, why will, I, somebody will fuck up and leak it. Yeah. Somebody along that chain will fuck up. Oh, no, no, man. We put first 48. We're not that reliable. No, not at all. Not especially when our life is at stake. And I don't care what your street friends and all your real nigga friends is going to say. <clears throat> you don't know what you'll do when you, until you end that situation. As the great philosopher Mike Tyson has said, everyone has a plan until they get punched in the face right or slapped now. in the face. <clears throat> or what they do on First 48 seems to be they offer them a, a, a meal from whatever the closest fast food joint is. Nigga gets surprised with a burger up there. Them nigga tell everything. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, man, you, I like Jack in the Box. You got, you got me some barbecue sauce too. Oh man, I tell you, man, it was up last night with Jim Bob and Ray Ray. I tell you, they both was over. They had all this shit. They gonna be over there tonight. Oh, nine thirty. Not Ray Ray. Nine thirty-five. If you want to catch a right. Not Ray Ray, man. He a good boy. He got a scholarship. Got a he was in with the church choir. Well, hell, Pablo, the one that be supplying them. Like they gonna tell everything for a value meal. Exactly. Like I said. Great philosopher Mike Tyson once said, everyone has a plan until they get punched in the face. And speaking of Mike Tyson, Mike Tyson stopped a potential shooting at a Hollywood comedy club. What, he knocked somebody out? Had a you know, and I was looking at the video or whatever, and it didn't necessarily look like, I, I couldn't really make out what he was saying, but, or what he was doing, whatnot, but I'm, I'm pretty sure it was, if it was Mike Tyson, he probably knocked that dude out. <laughs> tell you what what a gun unless you have a certain caliber of gun I don't know that you want to even fuck with Mike Tyson with a gun cause I unless, like you either need an automatic that's gonna let off some shit real fast off a pool or you need something heavy that's gonna hit and stop his big ass cause I see him eating through anything that's a 9mm down like I see him just chewing through that shit and still punching the fuck out of you before it's all over like you still gonna wear a big ass Fist knot. You're gonna look like Bill Collector. Oh, this is the nicest way to actually. We thought it was gonna be a punch. We thought it was gonna be a punch, but it turns out that Mike Tyson is even a bigger man than Will Smith. Oh, wow. Gave him a hug. Yeah, he gave him a hug. (laughs) He said, Hey, man, come here. Come here, man. Come here. Grab the hug. Got got the gun. I said, grab the hug and hug the man. Grab the hug. Come here. Go ahead, Mike. Yo, Mike. I mean, if that nigga tell you to come hug him, you gonna hug him. I I, I, I don't really hug nigga. Come on. You know he might kiss you when she. Yo, that nigga used to beat niggas ass and then kiss him. Like, what you gonna do with that? Like, yeah, that's a different level than nothing. Like, you just gotta kind of stay away from Mike or just be prepared to take whatever the fuck he might throw at you, cause uh. Unless you are 200, unless you are a high level elite heavyweight fighter, 
i.e. Anthony Joshua, Tyson Fury, uh, somebody like that, maybe a Klitschko brother, uh, Lennox Lewis, Buzz, like somebody like that that can like 6'8", 250, 60 pounds. Man, I mean, huh? and even then, unless you elite at boxing, they're going to beat the shit out of you. Yeah. Even the elites get their ass beat fast. This nigga made a living of doing it. And he ain't but 5'9", 5'10". But he going to get up there. And if one of them left hooks hit your ass, oh, good night, nurse. So I can imagine a nigga at a comedy club looking at him and you you are buck 80, a buck buck 90 soaking wet with with metal drawers on. And that nigga Mike Tyson tell you, hey, come on, give me. You know? Yes, sir. That might be the best way out of it, you know? You know, that would, oh, either, it's either that or you, you shot Mac Tyson and now you're going to jail for shooting somebody you're you can't beat. You're going to hell because he's got your soul out of your body. That too. Before anybody come pick anything up, before he's in a cuff, before you in a gurney, you're getting beat the fuck. Yo, yo, think about what this nigga does in a ring where he's trained to when he hears ding, ding, walk the fuck off. Now imagine what he gonna do after he knock you the fuck out. If you done made him put him into a rage where he gotta go back to that place, and now he just keeps hitting. What's that nigga? He hit the mouth and destroyed it in the eighties. Mitch Green. Yeah. I just said, Lord, Lord, Lord. <laughs> Yo, well, um, uh, who was the guy he was fighting when he first came back in boxing, like a couple uh, of years back? Peter McNeil. No, you talking about as an when, old man. As an old man, and these oh, like no. the past previous um Roy Jones. I know the first time Roy he Jones. came back. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. I got you. Roy Jones. All right. So mind you, he said he hasn't been boxing for like 20, 30 years. Ooh. Like not 20, but 20, 15, 20 that? years. Tyson. Nah, he said maybe 10. Because I know he was still boxing 10. as of like 2011, 2012, I feel like. I saw, not, I not saw, on a regular um, basis, but he was still like Mm-hmm. But he said, know. as in the video, I seen him in the video when they were talking about um, Roy Jones or whatever. Is he gonna be safe or whatever? And Tyson was like, "Man, I ain't been in the ring 15, 15, 20 years. This man been in the ring for the past five years. You should be worried about me or whatever." No, oh no, it might be about seventeen years. Mm-hmm. Last one when he got beat up by uh, Kevin McBride. Now, mind you, mind you, it's been 15, yeah, 17 years, out. and Roy Jones was still breathing hard. <laughs> oh, yeah. You're yeah. not going to take no Tyson body shot. You're not going to get hit by Tyson and not no. know you got no. hit. And plus, he, now he might have old man strength on top of the strength that he already had. Bro, the average person walking the street, okay, what you take at your local gym, Tyson will knock the All shit right. out you. Because you're you going to land 30. He gonna land a quick one. Like people forget how fast that nigga is. Like he's not a big slow nigga. He's a big fast nigga, mm-hmm. and he Momentum. built like a cannonball. So it's like all hip juggernaut, bitch. That you nigga, know. yeah, yeah. He got one of them type punches. Like that's Colossus punching the shit out. Like you, you feel them. Mm-hmm. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, your grandkids feel them. Like that nigga hit you in the. That nigga will hit you in, in your in your your body and have you out there looking like a. They La Jolla. Oh, my liver. He hit me in the liver. Oh, God. He hit me in the liver. It was a liver. <laughs> liver. <laughs> Strongest man on earth, Mike Tyson. <laughs> Mike freaking Tyson. But um, yeah, even him, he's 
turn the other cheek. Pause. I like that. Whatever. But, um, yeah, they said, he said that the drunk dude or whatever, I think he was heckling the, the comedian and then he challenged Tyson to the fight. Tyson kind of like engaged a little bit just to calm him down. Whatever. Then he got some distance. Then he pulled out a gun on the host and, and Tyson was like, come on, man. Come on. Bring it in. Bring he it in. just wanted some attention and some love. Mm-hmm. Snap. Yeah. And um, these niggas yeah. Uh, can't take jokes, man. Don't go to comedy shows. I mean that shit. Like this definitely don't go to comedy shows with a date. Don't go to comedy shows if you got mental health issues. Something maybe said that triggers you. It's a comedy mm-hmm. show. Comedians are paid to literally find the humor in all in all, every random everyday situation. <laughs> and I'm not gonna get constantly oppressed by sensitive people. Um, my comedy and my entertainment mm-hmm. oppressed by sensitive people because y'all have a problem or whatever. People talk Big shit facts. about me all the time. I have lived a whole glorious life of people just talking shit and joking on me. I don't give a goddamn. I really don't give a goddamn. You know why I don't give a goddamn? All the single ladies. All the single ladies. You, you hear that, people? Fuck that dude. for saying that. But that's my brother, man. <laughs> I don't care. Still, fuck him, because he kept singing that shit. That's my sensitive <laughs> shit. You see me? I'm carrying on with my day. Night. Yeah, because it's 12. Uh-oh. And being that it's 12 and past 12, let me carry on with the good and fuckery so we can get the fuck on. Pretty much. Mike Tyson. Um, so, uh, something else cleared up. Uh, if y'all Speaking of disses and disrespect and whatnot, if y'all have not known, Pusha T had put out a diss against Arby's. It was the most Arby's. Yes, I mean not okay. Arby's. He not against yeah. Arby's for Arby's against McDonald's, pretty much. McDonald's. He dissed McDonald's for Arby's because you know he he's the one that wrote for McDonald's. Man, uh, I'm loving. The so these I'm niggas are now having like a rap. These these, Ex- these it's not really these, a. It's, right it's not good seriously. ass fast food restaurants is having a day rap beat it's, over who what who gonna give you diarrhea quicker? Fish, fish it's a fish sandwich. Personally, I think it was on Pusha T's behalf. It's it's a bit of genius because all right, you got past the point where you're not gonna get any more check from it, so I might as well diss you um, if somebody else supplies a check for me or whatever. And the disc yeah, he said McDonald's he don't even get paid off of that. Yeah, of so he signed on that. So he said, "Fuck it, I might as well just go join on in with Arby's campaign," and they let him do it. And to be honest with you, it's not corny, so I allow it. Like right. the commercial and the rhyme, it's not corny. He pulled it off. <laughs> okay, then. Or whatever. He pulled it off. I like. I actually, the beat was actually a dope beat. They hear Pusha T on, it sounds like something you would hear Pusha T on. He actually put in a slight Coke line in it. <laughs> Talking about fish kale, and it's a fish sandwich and whatnot. It, oh. it was very Pusha T-ish. Yeah, he did it. He he, I give it to him. I, I wasn't the first person on the Pusha T bandwagon or whatever, or whatnot, but over the years, his pen, it's, his pen has gotten 
up. Tremendously. Mm, bitch. Mm, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, yeah. His 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 pen is up there now. But um I brought that up because that also brings up a line because he actually uh referenced a Jay-Z line that has been uh a, a, a subject of talk in barbershops everywhere. I'm a hustler, baby. I can sell water to a whale. Now, are we talking about a whale that you get water from? Or are we talking about the animal whale or whatever? It's been, it's one of those uh, conversations that people have like went back and forth against all the time, pretty much. And uh, I know I remember um, McCord, McCord, McCoy and me were going back and forth at it because I was thinking water, I was thinking actually water from both. I was actually thinking of both as a double entendre or whatever. You can get water from an actual whale. I'm not sure which one he was saying, but I think he was talking about the bucket whale because you can actually get water from it or whatever. But me, I always thought it was both. I always thought it was whale like animal. Yeah, I always thought it was both, and I, you know, I it was double entendre because you call a person a big bankroll. Mm-hmm. But bringing that up, um, somebody on Twitter brought it up. It was like, all right, somebody gives me an answer, and just Blaze answered her by showing a, a text from Jay Z himself. And he said he always liked to play with it. So, with it being a double entendre, Basically, it's both. Hmm. He's he's saying both. It was he left it up for the listener to to determine. Basically, well, for sure. I like that. Yeah, exactly. Which I which I figured he was doing anyway or whatnot. Um, I'm trying to find a tweet. Oh, wait. he uh he wrote well w e l l slash w h a l e as the the answer and it said it's never a coincidence when these things happen i try to make things work on multiple levels every time i sit down to create it keeps me engaged so both it checks out with uh jay-z's writing style Mm -hmm. he's good for giving you like the surface level then the one that you catch naked and then the one that's like oh shit i didn't realize no no next next on the list um uh, is it Malaya Obama? Malia. That's how you say her name? Oh, Malia. 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 That's the Trump lady. Not Melania, Malia. Oh, I was like, no, that's that white lady. Malia. <laughs> so Malia Obama is a writer on Donald Glover's new show. So basically, her and Childish Gambino is working on a new show coming up. I didn't know she was okay. Shout out to her. She graduated college, or did she just drop out and say, fuck it, I'm going for this? I think if I don't think she dropped out of college. She either graduated or she's still in it and just doing this off to the side. Salute to you, Malia. We get the cousin. Yeah, that's pretty big. That's pretty big shit. Um Fuckery has came up um with Bobby Schmurder as he's been released from Epic Records. Yeah, they tied in ass twerking. They're like, you yeah. know, you sit, your, you sit your fruit booty ass down somewhere. This is completely the opposite of the image we were 
thinking we were going to get when yeah, we got nobody, you out of jail. Ain't nobody bail you off with no Chiquita banana, man. Put your ass down mm-hmm. with that weird shit. All that gyrating, gyrating and postulating. Yeah, and we we know you. We know you. You're West Indian in some ways, and this, man. that, and the third. But yeah, there ain't no excuse. For that wasn't what you were doing before. No. So, um, WWE has announced that they're going to honor um, Shad Gaspar. Uh, he was um, JT and one of that short-lived um tag team called crime time mm, had the goofy okay. dude okay. with the yeah. cornrows and they had the gu in the best in the front but he was the mm. actual muscle of the group mm. but um he he tragically passed um at age 39 venice beach yeah uh, like in 2020 yeah i remember that whatever or whatever and um they're gonna honor him in the next wrestlemania um hall of fame mm-hmm. Uh, uh, the 2022 20, Warrior Award. Really good. They were really good in Clay B sketches. Mm-hmm. The 20, he's getting the 2022 Warrior Award. Um, well, he's getting another uh, racist award. So, um, and speaking of wrestling, Triple, Triple H announced that he's retired with Stephen A. Smith. Basically, uh, they always retired. Ain't he been retired? Mm, not really, because every once in a while he would end up doing some type of match or whatever. He right. was still doing business stuff, but you you would still it still was a possibility that you might see Triple H in a match in WrestleMania or Triple H in some type of storyline uh, or whatever. But now he's been more on the scenes, but. He uh, he explained that like in September he had um, like a, a scare, like a cardiac scare or whatever. Like he was, mm-hmm. he said he he was real close um, to just dying in in general. Like he oh, sure. he, um, I believe what he say because I was um, I was looking at it earlier or whatever. But they said they found some type of, um, I think it was like pneumonia or something like that. But it was something awkward about it or, or whatever. And he said that if he, they basically told him pack his bags and go straight to uh, an emergency room right then and there. He didn't have, at that time, he didn't have mm-hmm. nothing. He didn't feel anything wrong with him. But as soon as they got those test results, they told him, hey, go straight to the, the ER. And then from there, he said, with his condition, he's not going to be able to, like, wrestle for real. Yeah. Whatever. So, yeah, because he said right now he got, like, um, he got, like, is it a pacemaker or something? Um, But he got a defibrillator or something like that right in his body right now, a piece of machine. Can't be wrestling, something hit it, and the next thing you know. No, hell no. Hit that nigga, get a splash on him, and that'd be (laughs) it. And um, yeah, that's yep, that's it. Uh, with Triple H, pretty much. When I was, uh, I was thinking maybe it would probably end up getting like one more Rock versus Triple H or or, or something, but yeah, I don't think that's happening. That ain't happening. That ain't happening. But Stone Cold, yeah, will be fighting Kevin Owens this WrestleMania this weekend. Oh shit. 
It's I gonna like be on. I feel like it's a little, a little bit overdue though. Yeah, because he's been using that stunner for a while, the Kevin Owens, yeah, or whatever. And it's a sloppy. It's it's not as smooth. I have yet to see him do it, and it looks smooth. I will say it looked a lot better than John Cena's stunner that I've seen him done before. That that was sloppy, but everything he do kind of sloppy to me. <laughs> but yeah, <not> <clears throat> yeah. but um, yeah, but that's pretty much the fuckery. The only other fuckery is Big Sean straightened his hair, and now he looked like and he looked like Chance, the first Chance from um. I'm in love with New York or whatever that VH1 show was, whatever. The first chance the rapper and the other guy with the purge. Oh, brother. He yeah. looked, he looked like him. A real chance. Look, Big Sean out here looking like DJ Quick. Oh, <laughs> pretty much. Oh, shit. Battle Cat. Whatever. Mm-hmm. And, um, if y'all haven't seen the Batman movie, I don't say I don't advise you to go ahead and see the scene because it, it really does, wouldn't make that much of a difference for you. For mm-hmm. you, but if you have, there's a there's a deleted there's a five minute deleted scene with the Joker in, it. Mm-hmm. and okay. yeah, they and the Joker look. Batman must have fucked him up before he came into the asylum, man, because he looked deep. Form. Like that is the ugliest looking Joker. Like it looked like he got like beat with a pan or something across Damn. his face <laughs> and lips or something. Like he he looked like Batman just beat the shit out of him before they said anything. Oh. But it, it was a it was a cool little scene. I can see why Shout they took it out of the movie. Golden skillets. I can see why they like precious mama. Mm. And they got hit with a goddamn oppressor cookie out of these in the face. But mm. anyway, um, I see why they took it out because it kind of don't fit the overall theme of the movie. It would probably take away from the Riddler it, itself, but to tell you the truth. But I would I could have seen it as like a as a post-credit scene. Like the instead of the post credit scene that they had, they could have used this as a post credit scene or whatever. Even though the the movie was over with, people would have stayed for the Joker to see what the Joker looked like. But yeah, that's pretty much the end of the fuckery for this week. Well, with the end of the fuckery comes the beginning of a goodie but oldie. I'm gonna bring back this week a uh, top five thing that pissed me off. Uh, so let's get right into it. Um, so first thing that pisses me off is ashy ass elbows, feet, and ankles starting to get warm outside and they're already out. Motherfuckers had enough time to invest in lotion while it was cold. Just because it's warm doesn't mean show skin and be ashy. Please respect yourself enough not to be ashy in public. In your own home, don't be ashy. You feel me in your own home? That's one thing. But you come out, either cover that shit up or put some lotion on it. Please. Now, and white people get ashy too. White people get ashy too. Exactly. Ash is ash. Put some shit on. Put some lotion on. 
And make sure when you get lotion, it's oil-based and not water-based. Water-based lotion, it just smears everywhere. It really doesn't give you any protection. It really doesn't give you any moisture. Get oil-based lotions or creams. They're good for your skin and it's good for that ash. Let's move on. Second thing that pisses me off is know it all as kids. And I'm not just talking about little kids. I'm talking about big kids, grown kids too. Just because you're 20 don't mean you're grown because your ass still stupid to some shit you ain't learned yet. Especially if you're human. Damn right. Know it all as kids. Sometimes it's good just to shut the fuck up and listen. I want to argue. I would probably want the Randy Orton punk kids. <laughs> little smart mouth motherfucker. I can guarantee this is just probably because I'm getting older and I'm saying this shit, but damn it, fuck it anyway. Kids, shut the fuck up. You don't know everything. Listen and pay attention. You might learn some shit so you ain't got to bust your ass to learn every goddamn thing. Next thing. (laughs) Next thing that pisses me off how the masses of people are so easily fooled by buffoonery and gimmicks in the media. There's other, other shit going on that's more important than the bullshit that continues to be spread about, talked about, focused on. Can we get back to focusing on real topics so we can get back to getting some real change going? We still ain't got shit. Just because y'all gave us somebody on a fucking quarter don't mean no shit has changed. We still need the systemic change we've been looking for for these past couple of years, but motherfuckers keep letting their foot up because they put bullshit out in the media to distract you. Please focus your attention. On the shit at hand, not the bullshit. And I still haven't seen that quarter yet. I don't want to see that shit. Like Angelou with the Randy Orton. Moving on. Next thing that pisses me the fuck off is this so-called label of being an angry black man. Anytime you show your emotions of anger, no, I'm not an angry, so-called angry black man. I'm just a black man who happens to be angry at the fucking moment. Give me my credit. Give me my space. Give me my respect to be in whatever emotion I choose to display. If I'm pissed the fuck off, shit, fuck it. I'm pissed the fuck off. You don't say, oh, that's just a normal angry white man when you say Caucasian getting white. No, you just say that man angry. Give me the same shit. I may be Unless, black. I may be angry, but I ain't an angry black man. I'm just a black man who happens to be angry at that fucking moment. Really? Unless you're me, because I, I be saying they angry white men all the time. <laughs> angry old white men. I, I, I might be the only person on earth that's doing it or whatever. Mm-hmm. So we should start a movement of people saying angry white black, uh, angry white men. See, that's how I ingrained it. I accidentally said angry black men. See, you program. This program, man. Get me out the matrix. Television, because see, they be telling lies to your vision. The last, thing, the last thing that really pisses me off is the media's obsession with people's personal lives and their personal relationships. You feel me? And with the media getting intertwined, the regular people, the regular everyday people get intertwined in this bullshit and get so intertwined in what's going on in these so-called celebrity personal relationship lives. That they can't, they they spend more time looking at their lives than their own fucking lives. They can't figure out what's going on in their own fucking relationship. Mm-hmm. If they spend more time focusing on home and stop focusing on the fucking TV, what's going on on Tom Dick and Harris show, motherfucker, maybe your own household will be run better. But goddamn, where is that shit at? You feel me? Like, I, I get really sick and tired of 
I, I, I have to be on social media now doing it because of the stuff we do. So I get really fucking tired of seeing people talk about, you know what happened, Brad Pitt, you know what happened, Will Smith, you know what happened. No, I don't know what happened. I really don't give a fuck because at the end of the day, them niggas don't give a fuck about my relationship. These, well, niggas is fam- these, these niggas is famous because of the type of job they have. If Will Smith was a mailman, wouldn't nobody give a fuck about what Will Smith was fucking doing. Yeah, because I don't give a fuck about my mailman that come up here. I'm joking. You feel me? My mailwoman. My mail Better hurry up and have it on the time. Be kind of late lately. Right. You feel me? That's my thing. You feel me? Just because of their job, there's a fascination with what goes up. No, man. Give these people the respect that you would give a motherfucker serving you a sandwich and motherfucker subway. Let that nigga do their job and go the fuck up. Period. You feel me? Mm-hmm. I listen to some of the shit Will Smith said, but we're in a profession where we have to take people's business. You don't have to take that shit. But at the end of the day, the people who are giving you all that negative attention and shit like that, they the same people who are paying to see your shit like the other people who are paying to see your shit, same about the positive shit. So take that shit with a grain of salt. Ignore that motherfucking shit. But people pay more attention to at home than you pay attention to what's going on in somebody else's home that you don't know that you'll never meet they got way more money than you. Please. Need that. The priority should be home. I understand it may be entertaining at times to talk about this and gossip about this, but goddamn, when you do more gossiping about a celebrity than you doing getting your communication at home right, something got to be wrong somewhere. And that's all the thing that pissed me off this week. I thought I'd just bring the table and shade because you come in there with this bubbling inside. I just wanted to spew them to the public. Well, I enjoyed the spew. They were all very poignant and things that uh, might not piss people at home off necessarily, but definitely things to think about. Um... I'm going to let y'all know, I'm going to keep dropping these memes and stuff that I find funny about this situation. So yeah. even though I say you leave Will alone, I'm still dropping them memes, man. <laughs> Get your jokes off, man. Yeah, Rob that's what shit. celebrities are for. They signed up for that. Yeah, now, let me say one thing. Telling people your business. Let me say one thing. Now, sidetrack, I just want to give a big shout out. It's a female artist that I've been trying to pay more attention to her lyrics and just her, her, her whole movement. Um, She came on a Patty few Nah, everybody know about Patty. Woo! Um, but the soundtrack. Um, her name is Tierra <laughs> Wack. I forgot where she's from. She a rapper and shit. Yeah. But, oh, I fussed for her. I fussed with Tierra Wack. Like, Tierra Wack, like dope. she she dope as a bitch. Like she doing her motherfucking thing. She come with some good lyrics. She's like abstract. I fuck with it. I fuck with her concepts and shit though. Yeah. Yeah, she's very missy as to me. Yeah, mm-hmm. even yeah, I pick up them vibes too. Yeah. But a lot lyrical. Really yeah. lyrical. She got yeah. a lot of mm-hmm. lines. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. A bar heavy myth. The performance and creative abilities of it. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Like, she got that, um, yeah, she kind of like got that Missy Busta Rhymes-esque. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But she ain't, she ain't one of overly flung her body type females, so she ain't getting the, the life she deserves. You know, like, yeah. Like she, yeah. She like Rhapsody. Exactly. Like yeah. Rhapsody first. Yeah. 
Yeah. Don't get me wrong, I still be looking at them twerking ass girls, but whatnot. But uh, <laughs> I really don't let's say I really don't expect them to be lyrical because of the music that they make is lyrical, but right. I will give it to them. I will give it to them. They are like Megan, I do hear her say lines. They might be the same type of songs, but she got lines in it. No, I don't even listen to her music. Like when I when I hear her come on, I turn the song instantly because I I just really don't like I don't like her music. I don't know what it is about it. I couldn't really articulate why I don't like it, but it is something about her music. Like no, no, no. Because I love you do like ratchet music. Yeah, yes, I I I love music. Not your particular taste and ratchet. Exactly. It, it, it's, mm. it's just not there. I don't know what it is about. I, I don't know. Like, I mean, she's a talented young lady. She She's making her money. And I mean, she has fans who dig her music, but I'm just not one of those people who would partake in her style of music. Like, I hear it and I turn it. Chicken sandwich, who I hang out with, she she listens nothing but that goddamn scratching ass music. And I listen to all of them. I hear every every freaking female rapper there is. I hear you just you don't listen to them because they female. No, I listen to female rappers. I just don't listen to the female rappers you listen to because they ratchet. <laughs> and I don't care about that stuff. And everything that they say it goes against me. Period. Don't love that nigga. <laughs> yeah, so not listening though. Like, I love it though, because then I love it though, because when <laughs> she tries to like say in defense the rappers that I talk about that I listen to on a normal basis or whatever, and then I go back, well, you think they rap about the same thing too? They just women, <laughs> <laughs> whatever. Then she can't defend it because it's, it's true. Like they rap it really good. Sometimes mm-hmm. it is it depending on your opinion, right? You know, it, they not making that music for me, so why would I listen to it? How sus? How suspect would that be to see some nigga riding around listening to Megan, <laughs> Meg the Stallion, and her ratchet ass songs about? <laughs> Oh, you right. Turning up niggas in the sense. Yeah, right. Like, city girls in your car with the windows down. Like, who the fuck is Yeah, man. What the fuck? No, no, no. I just appreciate the nigga listen to a song where he said he, with the song says, I pop my pussy or some shit like that. Like, they, they be having the most. Nothing about that song is universal. Like you cannot play that song. The the only people that song was designed for was people in the club and women. (laughs) Whatever. It was it was was not designed to be universal. And strippers. (laughs) Strippers, people in club and women. That's the only only like demograph that music is designed for. All this is people outside of that that spectrum or whatever. We don't look weird as fuck. <laughs> you look weird as fuck pumping that shit. I mean, to each his own. Listen to whatever you like. But, whatever, but, but I'm weird. Going also weird. <laughs> there is no normal, but weird is weird. Yeah, exactly. Pete, to Pete, what is that? 
There is no more. There's more. There's more examples of weird than it is normal because nobody know what normal is because humans are flawed anyway. So how can you have a normal? A normal excuse. If every human is said to be unique, what is normal about anybody? Boom. The only thing normal are the basic <laughs> things with form. Hair. You know what I mean? We're all born with hair. But then again, blood, some people, some people aren't born with those things. So those things aren't normal. So at the end of the day, is it the rule of averages? Uh, if most people have this, okay, then that's normal. But if what if the most people have this shit? That's just a lot of motherfuckers. It's just weird altogether. <laughs> and it's the people with, without the shit. It's the normal. Well, really, I'm the only normal human in the world. The rest of y'all are just fucked up. I don't know what the fuck is wrong with y'all. Okay. And that in turn is fucking me up um, and making me feel like I got something wrong with me. Normal is normal. And I tell you what make you be normal. Not getting your motherfucking partners or AC83 gear before this motherfucking spring season gets into the full effect. Now, what the Damn fuck is you waiting on? Face, tell them how to get that shit. Man, once again, I tell y'all motherfuckers every week, you can go to rtreclothing.com. Once again, that's rtreclothing.com. A-R-T-R-E clothing.com. I refuse to ever spell clothing for you. It's A-R-T-R-E clothing.com. Don't forget to use your promo code PODSQUAD83. Make sure you use all caps. Once again, listen. Put the caps lock on, type in PodSquad83 at the very bottom where it says apply promo code. Say some money, man. The only place ever to get any AC83 merchandise or exclusive partners podcast merchandise, man. If you want a comfort pullo, you want a throw pullo, you want a body pullo, we got that. You want a beach towel, it's almost beach season, we got that. In the case for your iPhone, we got that. Need a hoodie for your back and your head. We got that. Need a short sleeve shirt. Need some joggers. We got that too. We got it. Check it out, man. Hey, and after you save some money using that's all caps on A3, use that little bit of money that you to save and then come on over and spend it and become a monthly supporter at bad.com backslash the partners. Or you can become a monthly supporter at anchor.fm the hyphen partners for $4.99. If you do it on buymeacoffee.com, though, not only will you be supporting us, but you also get access to perks such as unedited footage, the ability to actually influence topics that we speak on, our Discord server, which gives you exclusive access to behind the scenes to us, and much, much more. So please make sure that you go to one of those and go ahead and consider becoming a monthly supporter. Or you can just donate if you'd like to help the pod and can see us grow and flourish by donating at Cash App. Dollar sign partner tis one that's dollar sign P O D N A one or at buymeacoffee.com. You can donate for as little as one. And once you've done looking us up, you know, spending your money to support us and keep the pod growing and keep the conversation going. And how can they do that, Pat? At T H E P O D N A S. That's at sign T H E P O D N A S. Uh, also on Facebook with Tiz Face Pat are the partners. You can find us there. Uh, feel free to comment. Um, feel free to tell me I'm fucked up for putting these crazy ass memes. 
about Will Smith up there. Because <laughs> I have plenty of them since that night. I woke up into the slap and saw nothing but memes. And I was like, I have to get this for my pod squad and my people so they can flourish with these <laughs> in general. So hit us up there um, at T H E P O D N A S. And that's Tiz Face Pat, all the partners on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, uh, TikTok. And this one. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, on everything at the Facebook, where you can type in the partners, but it's at. And make sure that after you've done all that and you support, you go ahead and leave us a voice message. Uh, you can do that on Spotify and Anchor, and it allows your voice to actually become a part of the podcast. Um, your take is actually put into our podcast. Let us hear you sound off with your takes. Um, agree with what I said, disagree with what I said, thought Face had a good point in the segment, thought Pat was saying something that you were like, oh, that really resonated with me. Well, let us hear about it. Make sure you leave us a voice message on anchor.fm backslash the hyphen partners. Or if you're listening to us on Spotify, you can do it there. Now, that pretty much brings us to the end of this week's show. This is episode 71. Uh, smack, 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 smack. Pete Gladys. If you don't know who you are, then I don't know. So, that's the negative so, day. After the show, you can meet me in room next this boat. Yep. Uh, but uh, if you know, you know now when that's a throwback of oldie but goodie. But man, we about to get about this thing, man. And I've been one third of the partners and I've been along with the other third of the partners is the slap slap of the wine. I mean, Padawan <laughs> <laughs> laughing at people that get slapped and laughing at people that's doing the slapping. And I'm along with what's happening, man. It's the final piece, it's face, and we about this place, man. Y'all enjoy. Big facts, bitches. We about this motherfucker. Love y'all. Have a good week. Hey.